said bites. Hello and welcome to Unsound on Sound Bites, episode two, Unsound Taste. The question of this episode is what makes music good and what makes music bad? It's a weird question, and I still don't know if I have the answer to it, but it's one I think we should be asking. It's been a while since our last episode, and that's life. That's also, you know, the passage of time, um, indeterminacy, um, unexpected pauses that I'm not going to apologize for that or be issuing any sort of apology for the time that you spent not listening to Unsound on Sound. But I'm also not going to forgive myself. And I think you're the ones who are going to have to live with that knowledge. And speaking of the weight of living with too much knowledge, uh, our guest to help me discuss good music and bad music is none other than Nick Storing. Now, Nick Storing is a great composer and musician. He puts together these sweet albums where he like plays all the instruments on them and he also runs this thing called riparian media which is like a music publicity service where he's got to write about music all the time explain why it's good so i thought he would be a good person to ask these questions so without further ado let's get to the interview Here's the meat. Which one? Which one should we answer here first? And when I say we, I mean you. Though I may have opinions on your opinions. Uh, what it, do you think makes music good? And what do you think makes music bad? What are your critical filters, in other words? How, how would you define a critical filter? Well, what are you? How are you judging? How are you judging? Do you have anything that's going to turn you on or turn you off uh, the music that you're listening to um, in a way where you're not necessarily saying this is not for me, but you're more so saying that I think this is objectively bad, if you know what I mean? I mean, I have real trouble with objectively bad. Like, I can't, I, I, I have real trouble saying that I think something is objectively bad, but I guess... I guess there are traits that that really make me that really turn me off about work, um, and like I think I think it's easier to answer that than say like saying like you know making a kind of all encompassing statement. I think for me, like one of the things that I really don't like that, that I find diminishes the quality of music for me significantly is if I get the impression that I'm listening to something that comes from a place that's not genuine. I guess I listen to certain music and I'm just like, this doesn't, it sounds confused. It doesn't sound, it doesn't sound like there's, there's a real voice there. And it's not about being derivative either. Cause there's lots of derivative music. That's great because it feels, you know, the, the sort of enthusiasm around those sounds is like palpable and is like contagious through the music. But when you listen to something that's like, just, it feels like someone's doing it because they, they feel obligated to, or like that, that they're doing this music because it's the right way to make music, that kind of thing. That's a real turnoff for me. Yeah. So. You want music that feels like, 
ironically that there was the person who was making it was like this might actually be really bad but i'm gonna do it anyways like yeah you, you don't ever want music to sound like it's hedging its bets you know that's like that's that's a huge thing for me like i feel like i it needs to feel kind of like embodied in a way or like the person is really they're they're walking the talk or that the the music was walking the talk you know that like it's that there's maybe a bit of a risk involved there's like a, yeah like a kind risk. of like they're, they're asking a question they're like hmm like they're they're they're, they're taking they're like going out on a bit, bit of a limb to make this music and it's it's not like I need that every time, and it, it's not like that needs to be the the prevalent feeling. But I need to feel as though there's there's real investment. And sometimes with like contemporary music, you do hear stuff that feels like teacher's pet modernism. <laughs> but, uh, like it's like sometimes you hear people, and it just sounds like they're they're making contemporary music the way they think they're supposed to make contemporary music. That bugs me. Bugs 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 that bugs me and I like it's like why why are you putting this out in the world like you're not you're like you because you just you just feel like you're extending you're kind of artificially extending a lineage like it's like where where the, what what questions are you asking that bugs me I find that the heavy-handed use of text of any kind can really get in my way like this is kind of across the board i have a bit of a that bug to hang up the if a message or a narrative gets in the way of me feeling kind of immersed in a work that bugs me that's a big problem for me so anytime it's like uh, people are making uh, like i have a i have a lot of problem with like conspicuously political music for that reason and this is going to put me on some shit lists but um like i i generally when someone says like when i when i hear someone is making political work i'm like i'm kind of wary of it to be honest I, until i hear it and there's great music that's super political but it's i feel like sometimes when when people employ text they they sort of cede to the logic of text and the logic of narrative or the logic of words as opposed to the logic of music so they don't make they're no longer making music using the internal logic of music, if that makes sense. If you can kind of make those those things subservient to the logic of music, you make a lot, a lot more impact and a lot more a work that's a lot more successful. A great example of that for me is like Sarah Henney's work, uh, Contralto, which is like basically it's like a film and ensemble piece with an ensemble uh, with a film that is consists of like I think seven trans women doing vocal exercises that are designed to for trans women to pass in quotes better um and so they just they're just doing these nonsense exercises vocal exercises with an ensemble and it's edited together and there's some like moments where they kind of break away from the exercise and they're kind of fumbling on camera candidly but there's very little there's no like textual substance um and, but it's a very political work i mean it's like this kind of thing of like just putting trans women on screen and like watching them be human and and then with this really strange uh ensemble music it's it's totally beautiful and it's very moving and it's funny it's a lot of things it's like the emotional kind of scope of it feels very much like the same kind of thing you'd experience with a piece of music it's kind of ambiguous and but also very specific 
but when you get a piece where it's like full of like you know i don't know just full of text like and it's just like you have to digest that and the music at the same time i'm just like i, I can't i'm like i'd rather listen to a podcast it's not like, an, a natural way to receive text i mean you even look at those old operas um they usually dump the dialogue out and then repeat a few words over and over again because that's the only natural way to deal with text because it's not like it's not a natural way to receive this the spoken word <laughs> um, totally totally like okay so to transfer over to what is good uh what makes music good um for me is one of my main criteria i think of is are we creating musical interest on a moment-to-moment -moment level? Is it interesting to listen to at all times? A really good piece for me is always got something interesting going on. And one of the problems with text can be is that it sort of necessitates that you find it interesting in a sort of long-term way, which to me could be a recipe for creating music that is in the actual moment-to-moment -moment experience of listening to it, not good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if I agree about the, the, the kind of moment-to-moment -moment thing because there is a lot of music that kind of unfolds. That's, that's what I think. Another one I, I've been thinking about is just that I think that in good music, you feel that the effort being put into the music creation is in the right parameters, right? Like, so to put that in the negative, I feel that in bad music, there's often a lot of business going on somewhere that is not accessible to the listener. Yeah. and in that extent it almost is like daring you to find it interesting but in good music you know there's something going on that is the that stimulates you as a listener that is based on some amount of work and effort that the musicians have put into it the music is getting you to listen to the music in the way that you're going to find interesting and bad music doesn't tell you how to listen to it in the right way, I guess. Yeah, music that's good for me lives, it, it resides in, in, or the way that the music is created it remains in the sonic realm. There's a lot of music that I don't like that seems to be fixated on, on, on something else. So whether that's... Notation. <laughs> Yeah, notation, like things that are, are not audible. I guess another example would be music where there's this obsession with the theoretical domain um, at, at the expense of like like bad serialism, where it's like, like Webern's great. Webern is very, you can analyze it through serialism, but it's like, we've got all this other shit going on. And like, I think there's actually this, a problem with how much Webern's like pitch stuff has been emphasized in in pedagogy i think that's just like that's that's the root cause of a lot of the stuff but so i think that 
you know, if you're focusing, if, if the artist is, seems to be focusing too much on an element that's kind of secondary to the music, then, then it, 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 that, it, that suffers, it, it suffers from that. That's the one I feel you hear the most going to contemporary classical music concerts is that you can tell that this person can prove why this piece is interesting if you were to talk to them about it, but you're not actually convinced by listening to it. Well, yeah, I mean, and they shouldn't, like, you shouldn't have to rely on that. Like, this is, I think that good, yeah, good music lives in your ears and it lives, it lives in the experience of, of, of seeing it or hearing it in a, in a concert setting uh, or on, on recording. It doesn't, it doesn't live in, on the, on the page or, or it doesn't live in like the program notes. And so that's, that to me is like, um, that's like a, that's the big unifying thing. And like, it also doesn't live in the lyrics to me, like good, a good song. The lyrics are, are important, obviously, but I, I think, I think a, a good, you, you should be able to appreciate a song without knowing what the lyrics are saying in a way. Yeah, I think so. Well, that's probably enough. Um, okay. Because we don't want to. I'm trying to make these short because I, I, I just feel there's no fun in the hour long podcasts. So, uh, thanks for your. I mean, you don't time. like Joe Rogan? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Okay. I have, I've never listened to Joe Rogan. Oh my god! It's it's. I can't. I don't understand how people can listen to those like these like crypto right wing long long form podcast all the time I, it baffles me like how people have the time to like sit with that or like jordan peterson or <laughs> i mean i think it's mostly people don't have friends and they don't have loved ones that bugs me. so that's pretty much it for unsound on sound bites two on sound taste uh, for sure, I'll put all the songs mentioned in the show notes. You can decide if you think they're good or not. Uh, go to nickstoring.bandcamp.com to download all of Nick's excellent albums. Um, and this uh, program was made possible thanks to a grant from the Ontario Arts Council, their Arts Response Initiative. And uh, I hope they're proud of me. Anyways, uh, see you at some uh, point in a while. Bye-bye.